A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's episode is about how to use core stability when you are hypermobile. Now, this is a category of people that might not be the majority, but will have probably the most injuries due to yoga practice and movement practices that involve bigger ranges of motion. Hypermobile people can also be injured in sports activities because of their um, having going into excessive range of motion, usually without the proper control that's needed. So this could apply to anyone, but the stuff that I'm talking about, giving the information about core stability and its importance, but it's really important for those of you who are lacking awareness and in range of motion strength. And that happens a lot with people that are hypermobile. So hypermobile people are uh, can be hypermobile in a variety of ways. They can be mobile, hypermobile in all their joints. They're just born with uh, excessive laxity, which means kind of a looseness. If you can imagine like varying degrees of um, tautness on a rubber band or some kind of stretch band, there's really, 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 really rigid bands that have very little give. And then there's ones that are super loosey goosey and that like just stretch real easily. And so hypermobile people, there's different reasons that contribute to hypermobility. But if someone is hypermobile in a lot of the joints, their, their soft tissue, uh, the structures that 
kind of surround the joints and give them uh, an, an adherence to a degree are just prone to be more lax. So when when you when a, a joint is where two bones come together and when there's movement, there's movement from in the range, from one end of the range to the other. And in any either one of those end ranges of motion and the spectrum, most people that are not hypermobile are going to get a lot of neurological uh, feedback. You're getting to the end range and all kinds of different receptors in the joint and in the surrounding areas will give all this information to the brain to stop the movement happening or to slow down the movement. And that's that's a protective mechanism when we're slowing down the movement before in range. Well, hypermobile people not only might might not have, um, they might have more laxity in the properties of the tissue, but they also might have this delayed firing or, or it might not even ha- be happening much at all where the receptors are telling the muscle to, slow down the the joint as it's moving. So for for hypermobile people and especially in a yoga setting where you are going to probably be applauded because you're doing these bindi rubber band poses that many people can't do and it's easy for you. Um, for hypermobile people in a yoga setting you are going to have to go into your strength you are going to have to create your own parameters because your brain and feedback mechanisms are not telling you that you're getting into those big ranges. I mean, I've had people who are just flopping into an in range and I would come over and you know everybody else sweating and struggling trying to get even to the mid range and that person says I don't really feel anything. And that's not a good thing, right? That's not a good thing just because it's easy and you don't feel it where other people are struggling. Um, you can still be doing damage to the tissues there, to the articular structures, meaning the structures at the joint, to the connective tissue that surrounds it. And then especially like in the shoulders and hips, you have these um, capsular structures, which are there to bring integrity to the joint. So by overly um, taxing them, you're taking away that integrity and eventually that will that could end up um, causing injury. So I want to talk about the core purpose here, um, da, 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 both the main purpose and the core purpose. Your core is your central body. Everything, there's like 20 min, 29 muscles that can make up the core. Most people think of the abdominals and that's just one part of it. But your core's biggest job is to transfer energy. It is, it is both a isometric stabilizer and a dynamic stabilizer. So as you're moving through space, it's helping trans, transfer movement uh, energy from your limbs through the central axis of the body, and it protects your spine. So for bendy people, for, imp, for hypermobile people, you need to get rigid in your core. It will help your um, arms and legs, your appendicular skeleton, to get more rigid in the core so that you are not going into big end ranges of motion, either in the shoulders, elbows, wrist, or hips, knees, ankles. If you can think rigid in the core, you're going to be have much more impact on um, controlling movement and controlling that hypermobility. So how do you do that? Well, first of all, 
you're going to work on the, a neutral spine. Now, a neutral spine is not a flat spine. A neutral spine has natural curves in it. You have the natural curves of your lumbar spine and cervical spine, which are in lordosis, which is curving in toward mid, toward the spine, toward the body. And then the thoracic spine and sacrum have natural curves of kyphosis, which is curving away. Like if you think of like a humpback, the, the curving away. And these are all balanced natural curves balance so that we can balance upright because otherwise it's pretty uh, precarious to be bipedal. We need natural curves there. So we want to, the neutral spine is honoring the natural curves, but not doing anything bigger than that, at least at first for, for really hypermobile people. And this is really for most people holding, holding a very rigid spine as you're moving. So that for hypermobile people will help with the excessive range in their shoulders, excessive range in their low low back and, and hips. And think about this in a yoga pose. If you're, anytime you're upright where your torso is on top of your pelvis, you need to hold everything in to keep the shoulders over the pelvis and everything in between front, back, side, and all the way in rigid, like you go into the spine. So you're going to go into your strength. So if you are in a crescent lunge where your legs are staggered and you're on your back toes, you have to tighten firm, firm, firm and grip everything around that excessively because you need you need to dial up that awareness in your motor cortex, in the brain, that, so that when you start moving, you're not going to immediately kind of lose it and become that elastic band. You've got to give yourself the tautness that maybe you weren't even born with. And over time, this will um, improve. Your awareness will improve because your, your aesthetic awareness will improve because you are working your muscles to help because you have lost, you are either not born with it or have lost some of that very inherent innate stability. So in upright, you're going to really think about that. Now think about when you load put more load on it, like in a plank, you're going to really have to ramp up. So from maybe 50 to 60% to almost a hundred percent of just holding, 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 and being so aware of when you're in plank, your front line of your body is pulling up into the back line and the glutes are so taut, so squeezing. They're working, working hard. You have to do this as a hypermobile person. Don't lose the connection into the hips. If you get saggy glutes, you're going to sag into your low back. And for hypermobile people, that'll become a lumbosacral area, maybe an SI joint problem. Um, so really, really think about that when you start to load the core and load the rest of the body, the spine in, in a plank. Now, when you're going into backbending experiences like in Cobra or a wheel, I would actually minimize how much range you do. You know, you just because you can go some into some range doesn't mean you should. What you want to go into is an evenness of movement in the spine. So you're taking your neutral spine and you're keeping it pretty neutral in the sense that there's balanced curves and you want the balance of those curves in all the ranges. So in other words, as much as you're lift, as much as you're extending 
your thoracic spine and your cervical spine, um, your lumbar spine is extending as well. There's not one of those areas that's doing more. And contain it as well. So don't go into the end range. Go into the mid-range and then harness the strength around that. So in your cobra, instead of pressing into your hands and trying to get as high up off the floor as possible, think more of dragging your hands back towards your feet and igniting all the musculature around the scapula, around the rib cage, and still keep the lift of the abdominal wall up into the back so that you're not pressing your abs into the floor and and that takes you more into your lumbar spine. So you're just going to bring heightened awareness to all the structures around the um, skeleton, around the rib cage, and around the pelvis. So it's a lot. So this is my biggest advice for everyone, but especially, especially if you're hypermobile. Remember the rule of thumb is just because you can go to the in range doesn't mean you should. You want to go into your strength, not into your mobility because your mobility is excessive and you need more wiring in the brain to tell you to um, control the movement because you've lost that kind of control if you are getting into these in ranges without the feedback. So I hope that helps. Work your core and work it for stability because the stability is when eventually you'll work it in more like functional stabilization where you're moving with it and twisting with it. But right now for um, hypermobile people, you are going to limit all of the range. You're going to really hold that neutral spine and it's going to feel like you're kind of creating a vise um, in the, the whole container of the core from the hips, bottom of the pelvis and the pelvic floor, all the way to the outer shoulders. But do that in order to be able to sustain movement for a while, many, many years, uh, because unfortunately it's the hypermobile people that get injured quicker and, and remain injured because then they just don't have any of the proprioceptive feedback, which is the ability for the brain to register where the limbs are in space and the body is in space. And so if you've lost a lot of that proprioceptive feedback or didn't really have it, it, once you've gotten injured, it's only worse. So please, please, please uh, stay sustainable. And this is part of redefining yoga is redefining what is our purpose here? Our purpose is not to take bendy shapes and then glorify it. My goodness, we just glorify the bendy people and that doesn't do any good for them because then the teachers ignore them and think, oh, they've got this. When in fact, they need a ton of feedback. They need for as teachers out there, and this is what I teach a lot in my training, you'll learn how to give feedback with your own hands for the people who don't have the feedback in their brain. So I go right to those bendy people and get on their core and help them activate it because they just have such a lack of awareness and lack of um, of fast motor firing there. So as yoga teachers, you need to be responsible for those people and not just assume they look glorious just because they were born with the hypermobile um, body that you know is often featured on yoga magazines. People are getting away from that, but we still, 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 I still get daily questions. Well, how do I bind? How do I do this? How do I blah, blah, blah. And it almost always has to do with flex. If it's not about a handstand, which is a great question, uh, you know, that's totally different. It's usually about flexibility. And, um, and these images of flexibility that are really actually deleterious for the body. 
So let's stop glorifying these um, hyper bendy poses and people that can do it and actually help those people because the hypermobile uh, people will end up just, you know, not, not, not feeling good in the future, if not very soon. This can apply to all sports. We really need to, when, if you are hypermobile in any sport, I've seen it, I've worked with people who were um, runners and uh, soccer players. If they're any, if they're hypermobile, it, the core has to be so strong because uh, all that limb activity with the um, upper, upper limbs and lower limbs without this great stabilization around the torso is just going to end up, um, something will get injured. It's often in the ankle, the elbow, things like that, but depending on what sport you're in. So please, please, please work on your stabilization strongly and then you'll feel better. I hope this helped a lot. And I, I do teach teacher training, so make sure you check out my website because I'm going to be having online trainings as well as my in-person training. So as a yoga teacher or a movement specialist, you'll learn so much how you can help people, not only understanding functional anatomy more and functional movement and applying it, but how you can help with your cueing, your adjustments, and your sequencing. You, you get all of my classes. Uh, you get 10 classes that are fully sequenced for you to teach until you become more comfortable and more adept at it. So check out all that information on movementbylara.com. Have a wonderful day. Move well. Know that I'm sending you lots of love and hugs. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.